For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hot pockets are good, but give me a pizza bagel over a hot pocket every day. Interesting. We are back. Adam, Julius, and Nick. We are the Lions Brawl. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. It's a nice, uh, nice day out today, Thursday. Pretty couple of good sunny days lately in Michigan, you know. That's, well, at least we're having good weather with all, you know, these tough times going on. So, but Nick, um, how have you been? How, how you doing, man? Uh, what's, what's new? Uh, nothing really is new. Uh, got a hammock in the backyard to uh, enjoy these beautiful 90-degree days. Got some flowers and uh, went to do some planting. Accidentally cut my AC cord. Had to spend two hundred dollars to have a guy come out here and get a new cord going for my AC on. We had one night where we didn't have any AC and it was about ninety degrees at night. And uh, I about died that night. Got no sleep. Went to work the next day. Well, didn't go to work, but got up and worked from home. And it was uh, terrible. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. But uh, other than that, it's been great. Got a hammock, man. So living the uh, the, the beach life is. Hammocks are awesome. Is it now? Is it like a string hammock, or is it is it one of like the parachute kind of hammocks? The string hammock. Oh, nice classic. I like those. Julius, mm-hmm. what's going on with you, my man? Uh, not a lot, man. I'm back working, uh, so I'm doing that and just trying to make it through 2020, which seems like might be a hard thing to do nowadays. You know, get through a whole year with you know without fear and anger and pandemics but uh other than that i'm not bad yeah uh, it's good to hear but i mean 100 percent, 2020 has truly been unlike anything any of us has you know really experienced but um you know touching on all the protests going on um you know i just want to you know speak out and say that you know everyone just needs to you know step up and obviously all 50 states are all aboard this so it's like When's last time all 50 states have been, you know, united like this? So it's time to make a change. You know, it's it's done. Stop talking about it and actually do something about it. So, um, I mean, that's kind of, you know, all I really have to say. But uh, I definitely support everything that's going on. Uh, I support Black Lives Matter. Um, and my condolences go out for George Floyd and his entire family. So uh, if you guys have you know, anything to say, feel free, Nick Julius. Um, yeah, I, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. I was just going to be real brief and short and just say kind of kind of double on what Adam said. Um, it's tough time. Everyone needs to step up. And that that's about it. You know, step up. Do, do your part in, in the right way. There's a wrong way and there's a right way. Um, and that is to everyone. That is not just to like the, the, the people listening. That is to everyone, police officers, people, everyone and anyone. Just do your job the best you can and be nice to everyone. That's all I really got to say. Yep. Absolutely, man. Um, I just want to add that I, I believe we need serious police community relations reform uh, in this country. Uh, Real, like real bad. Um, And we, like you guys said, we really do need to be more united. Uh, in a sense of moving forward, uh, moving forward, progressing, you know what I'm saying? Not doing all of this again in another five years. And as a black man, I can tell you firsthand that it was very, very tough watching, you know, that video of George Floyd, uh, rest in peace. And I'm pretty sure justice will be served. And yeah, that's all I want to add about today's, you know, the days that are uh, ahead of us and what we're going through right now, we can make it through anything. We're America. 
I believe in us. So, yep. Yeah. And it's, you know, it is starting to seem like we are starting to, you know, make some changes with, you know, everything that's happened. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get too into things, but, um, you know, I, hopefully there is, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, you know, a lot of people, you know, had their views changed, you know, you know, now they think differently and just, you know, got to move on and just, you know, get things better to how they should be and not, you know, to not how they are, I guess. But moving on, we have a good Lions episode today. We're going to be doing some Would You Rather. We uh, did a little game show last week that was, that was fun, but it, you know, could be better. So would you rather, no points involved, but (laughs) yes, that was a jab at my co-host. They they had not studied as I thought they would. But (laughs) we're doing, would you rather, uh, we have, you know, eight questions here. And if we get through all these eight questions, speedy fast, which I doubt it, I'm sure there's going to be some argument disagreement just because these are some good ones. These are, these aren't all, you know, happy. Would you rather the lions win a playoff game or, you know, the lions win 15 games or something and lose a playoff game. Etc. But we have some, you know, heart wrenchers in here, and there's one that's kind of funny. But you guys are gonna have to answer all these, so I'm making you pick a side. No, no given, um, you know, contemplating for for going to going at both sides. You got to pick one side. So we'll start it off. Carry on Johnson or DeAndre Swift? One of these guys is only playing 16 games. Would you rather carry on Johnson play 16 games or DeAndre Swift play all 16 games as the starting running back? Who who you're asking? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I should probably should get said. Uh, we'll we'll just go back and forth. Nick, we'll start off with you. Julius, you'll be up next. Oh, what a what a fun question. I'll be I'll be happy, you know, if either one of them gets to play 16. Um, uh, uh, the answer, I guess, honestly, just for the sake, I, man, this is tough. Like, I think DeAndre Swift might be the better running back, and for that purpose i'd rather him play 16 games because if he plays 16 games i think we're going to get a better 16 games out of our running back position than we would have carry on johnson played 16 games so give me deandre swift on all the hype yeah i know it's i don't know i honestly i I haven't thought about what my answer would be to any of these and this one was a tough one because it's like i mean none of us is really expecting you know carry on johnson to play 16 games so it's like theoretically this question i mean Obviously, he could. You know, there's a chance. Hopefully, he does. But it's interesting. I I almost want to lean carry. I think I would go carry on just because um, he, he's played two years. You know, he's a little bit older. So, I'd like to see him, you know, break out rather than DeAndre Swift to maybe have a slow start like carry on. So, I would go carry on. So, Julius, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm feeling – I, uh, a strong push for DeAndre Swift with this with this question. Um, I just think uh, 16 games out of DeAndre Swift is going to give us a better season out of Matthew Stafford in particular because of his ability in, to create his ability to, to to perform in space and his ability to run routes and catch the football at the backfield. Not saying Carryon Johnson hasn't shown he can do that because he he has to some extent, but Carryon Johnson has shown that he can't stay on the field, so I don't trust him. So in this case, I'm a blindly trust DeAndre Swift, just because, like I said, I believe he'll make our quarterback better, which will make our offense better, which will make our team better. You know, and, I- and, and real quick, and like to help Carryon, it is more of a prove it year for Carryon. So if he can get 16 games and Swift maybe only plays 14, then then I mean that's that's kind of good. Like that shows that Carryon can you know be healthy and survive a full year because as you alluded to, he hasn't for two years. We we haven't seen a healthy Carryon. So if we do get a 16 games out of Carryon, that almost might be better. I'm almost like talking myself out of my Swift argument and more into the Carryon. I don't want Car- like Swift to play like three games, but if one of them has to play 16 and the other one has to play like 14, 13, 12. I don't know. I, I almost wouldn't mind carry on playing 16 because carry on has shown that he can catch the ball. We saw like, that. What we is it? Brian <laughs> Raw put out there. Carry on made a nice little toe tap. You know, it's he's out there. He can make some catches. Are you switching? Are you switching over to the carry on side? No, sticking with Swift. 
But I'm just right. making it for, for carry. Sticking with Swift. All right, this question I literally just thought of on the fly as I was just looking through the Lions schedule, but it's a good one. Would you rather the Lions win their first three games, so versus the Bears at home, on the road in Green Bay, on the road uh, against the Cardinals, or against Tennessee, home against the Bucks, home against the Vikings? Repeat Julius. that one more time. Repeat that okay, one more so time. Win the first three games or win the last three games? The first three games are home against the Bears, at the Packers, and then at the Cardinals. Then the last three games are at the Titans, home for the Bucks, and home for the Vikings. Okay, I'm going to pretty easily decide on the first three because if – we start off 3-0 and against those teams. It sets us up for success for the rest of the season and proves something to us fans and critics um, that a lot of people think the Detroit Lions are a bad team. Guess what? They start off 3-0 and against those teams, especially going to Green Bay and getting a win. We talking business. I'm going with the first three. All right. See, how I look at it, I don't know. It would be nice to, you know, Get those last three wins because those those last three teams, Bucks, Titans, and Vikings, are all all you know contenders. So if we could take a win from all three of those, and then we still have chances to play the Bears and the Cardinals, which you know I think we'll win those games. Maybe not Green Bay, but I just I would I would probably go with the last three. But I mean, winning in Green Bay, starting off three and zero, would be nice. So that's it's tough. Nick, Nick, you be the tiebreaker. What are you thinking? This is a really freaking tough question because the fact of the matter is we go 3-0, there's a damn good possibility we end up just killing it in the back three games. Tom Brady knocks us out of the playoffs. That would just be the story of the year. He knocks out Patricia a game before the last. He just uh, picks okay. him apart. And then, and then if we win the last three games, that's great. But there's an opportunity that we're – three and 10 going into those three games and old chase Daniel ends up winning three straight games, kills our draft position and we go six and 10. But I, and all in all, hoping that we're just going to make the playoffs in both of these scenarios. Um, I would rather us go one and two to start the season, have a lot of people give us, give us a, not a lot of hope or anything like that. And then just start to tear it up in the mid season. And in the back three, when we need it the most to win the division, we finally do what the Detroit Lions have never been able to do, and we close it up. We sit there, and we stitch it right up. It's just closed. We put a patch right over that hole because what we did is we made it. Final three games. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No against the Bucks, against the Titans, against the Vikes. And that's that's glorious right there. To get into the playoffs, oh, that would be phenomenal. I love how we're, we're joking about, we're like talking about this theoretical Lions, you know, clinching. And it's like it, we have to make it theoretical penciling in the final three games. Like that would the Lions, if we could just that would be awesome. And it's already like a guaranteed thing. And seems league. like that's what we Fancy. have to do to win the division is win our last three games and barely slide in. They're tough, but I mean, I, it's because they're put two of them are home games though, so you get two that's road awesome. wins, one in Lambo, and it's like maybe the Cardinals are the real deal. I don't know. But are, road, are, are home and road games really going to matter this year? Does anyone think fans are going to be allowed to go to games? I mean, we've yeah, little progress has been shown. So, hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, newsflash if we can protest 5,000 strong in the streets of America, we can't 5,000 people can be allowed into an NFL stadium. The tickets might be high, I but would, I believe, I believe I there's going to be limited know. attendance. I think there's going to be limited attendance this season. Don't I don't say go at your own risk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, social distancing parameters in those yep. stadiums will be set. You got to wear a mask six feet apart. So there's a lot of seats open. But so that, if you pay the right amount of money, you get you go to the game. 
And so that doubles up on the, the, the question of, is home and road games really going to matter? Are 5,000 fans in a stadium, in a huge stadium, going to really like matter? Are you going to even like hear them really? You know, I think you will. I think 5,000 people are, are louder you than no individual. people. I bet you can hear individual <laughs> stuff, Clyde. You get, Hearing no people, we don't know what kind of effect that's going to have on players who've been playing in front of a crowd their whole life and feed off the energy of that crowds. Be- There's been several players who said that, that the, the energy of a home crowd pushes them that extra step. And guess what? I hope we're not going to have players losing that extra step because stadiums are quiet. Especially the Lions, we can't afford to lose an extra step. I think it would be nuts to see college football and NFL football without fans. Just the the games, just to hear the announcers, to be able to hear basically the field. Like It would be one of the craziest years ever, and I'm kind of all right with it. Alternative universe. Well, did you see UFC? UFC kind of, you could get a taste of it. You know, just that quiet, you could hear like, the squeaks, the punches, the, the breath. You could hear, like, everything. Yeah, that's what well, I the difference I between football and UFC is, though, that UFC guys are fighting for their life pretty much. NFL, you know, we got on, they got on pads. You know, it's still physical, but there's a lot of momentum. You know, of course there's momentum in a UFC ring. Somebody's trying to punch you in the nuts. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> that's loud, man. Is it? Maybe it is. No, I'm not I'm sure it accidentally happens all the time, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, oh, Mike Tyson bit off someone's fucking ears, so I mean, I'm pretty sure getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, you know, us men, it's just the that flick. That's all I take, man. You're done. Came over. If a tackle in the NFL meant that a guy could pull off your helmet and start punching you relentlessly in the face, it'd be a whole new ball game. And it sounds like something. <laughs> I eat Miles Garrett. Moving forward to our next question. <laughs> This one's another one that pertains to some individual foes. All right. Would you rather see the Lions win in Green Bay in Lambeau week two, I believe? Yeah, week two. Or this is only one game. Or see the Lions sweep the Bears. So it's like, I mean, the Bears, you know, obviously I think the Packers are a much tougher opponent. But the Bears, you get two wins. Packers, you only get one. But granted, it's a tough win. So we'll go back to you, Nick. So I think the Bears are two definite wins, definitive wins. We have to beat the Bears both times, no matter what this year. So my answer is two games against the Bears. Because in the NFL, you always want to get yourself two games and not just one game. Though it would be great to beat Green Bay. If we lose to Green Bay in week two, the season is far from over. But if we beat Chicago in week one and then lose to him again in week 12 or 13, whatever it is, um, that's like that's down the stretch. And that's when we need to make sure we're winning the games against the Panthers, the Redskins, you know, the Bears, uh, the Titans, these teams that we should be beating, the Vikings. So I definitely would take the two wins against the Bears over the one win against the Green Bay Packers. All right, that's a fair point. I mean, two is always better than one, usually. So I get where you're coming from. It would be nice to get oh, that book. every day. <laughs> you know, if, if like me, I'm I'm confident we'll take at least one from the Bears, if not maybe two. So if I could, I don't know, if I could get that one automatic and have a shot at the other two, I I feel like that would be maybe just a tad bit better in my mind than, than getting the two, even though, you know, you get two free wins. So I like that. We're all, you know, having different opinions on these. I guess I did a good job of the questions. So Julius, you be the tiebreaker this time. Um, you taking the two bears wins or the, in the Lambo victory week two. Initially, when you asked this question, the first thing that popped in my mind was the Packers just based on, the absolute distaste I have for them and what and how sweet beating the Packers in Lambeau Field in week two in a season in which a season in which the Packers think they're about to win a Super Bowl and Packer fans think they're about to win a Super Bowl. That would just like just bless my heart. But thanks to you guys thinking logically, I, it makes more sense. It does make more sense that I would prefer the Lions to beat the Bears twice instead because it gives them an extra win. And like you mentioned, Nick, you know, down the stretch, we get another shot at Green Bay at home. That's not too bad. 
Uh, so I agree with you guys, you know, I, I would take the two bears wins uh, and I'm, I'm expecting them to do that too. Uh, Cause I think very lowly of the bears. I want that to be noted. Exactly. I want also that to be noted. Yeah. Bears. Very. So you, very I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. And I, I feel like the lions, like you're, you guys are a little bit, you know, you've seen the Lions a little longer. So you're like, give me the two wins, man. I don't care. Give me two free wins over one. These are the Lions. They could lose. That to might anyone. Be. You that don't might know. Be. So if I could just take two freebies, give you that. So I, I get it. But my, my heart still hopes each year and gets crushed each year. But, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the life of the Lions a little bit more. I can't wait till we replay this episode 10 years from now. Oh and you're ours, and it's just like God. Okay, yeah, dude, we still haven't made the playoffs. It's, it's playoffs. either it's either we're gonna be talking, we're gonna either we're gonna be like, hey man, imagine imagine when we first started this show, the things we were talking about, a lot of the hopeful things came true, or we're gonna be calling ourselves complete idiots for being same old Lions fans after ten years, uh, ten more years of uh, losing. One decade. <laughs> No, I'm def- we're definitely having a reunion party or I don't know, not a reunion party. Because honestly, man, I think this is the crossroads of the, this generation of the Lions. The Matthew, sure Stafford, the Matthew Stafford generation either succeeds or falls in 2020. So we're talking about the future of this franchise for the next 10 years, banking on this season. So you know, we're, in the midst of, we're in the midst of some great stuff, man. I saw it. Tw- Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, I saw a tweet that said this 2020 has been so crazy. What if the Lions won the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, that's what I was going to say. That's exactly that what I was put the say, icing like, on the cake of this crazy 2020 year. I mean, granted, no. the Lions would win in 2021. So here's what would happen. 2020. Yeah, exactly. We would be great. We would be 15 and one. So All 2020 it would be unbelievable. 2021 <laughs> comes around. First week of the playoffs. You know what happens. Shit goes back to real life. That's good. And the Cowboys beat us because there's a picked up flag. <laughs> that was exactly. I mean, hopefully, you know, lines are just good for 2020 and 2021. But moving on. Our next question is uh, not about, you know, stats or, you know, players. But it is about the Lions. So, when watching the Lions, would you rather watch them on a primetime game, excluding, excluding uh, the Thursday night uh, Thanksgiving game, or would you rather watch them on just regular 1 o'clock Sunday football? So, Julius, we'll start you. Uh, primetime or regular 1 o'clock? Oh, man. You know, I enjoy my 1 o'clock afternoons, but the Lions on primetime, it, it just gets me hype. Like ever, like especially if you know they're doing okay or whatever. But it gets me hype, and it, it, it you know, it tickles my little lion's Kool Aid gland <laughs> that that the rest of the world that ignores us for 363 days out of the year gets to watch us live on TV, even on Thanksgiving. And they they poo poo about the lions being on Thanksgiving every year because they suck. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I want. They are. Amen. They've been playing that game on Thanksgiving since before our grandfathers were born and you know i'm saying it's a tradition that's you can't take it away from us it would be so unjust i would march i would march and yeah that's the that's the thing you know if if i heard people say like that comes around every thanksgiving you always get someone that's like why are the lions on thanksgiving they should just remove them you know put a better team that's like if that happened a lot everyone in detroit would riot go crazy this would just it wouldn't be fair it would be unjust it would be unjust because they are taking away our tradition our long-held tradition because they don't like our team because they think they suck or they they do suck every year so so you're discriminating against us because we suck that's still not right i'm sorry america it's still not right the Lions suck. They're still entitled to their long honor tradition. Suck it. Oh, suck it. Right. So <laughs> Julius is a prime timer. Nick, uh, you like watching a casual Lions good old one o'clock game? Or are you, you getting fired up for these prime times? Well, there's a lot of different pros and cons to both of them. There really, really is. I wrote a few of them down real quick. The 1 p.m. game, right? It's a relaxing game. No one's watching us. 
we're sliding by under the radar. We can do lion's things. And people are like, well, you know, life goes on. The kid, she's normally napping from around one o'clock to three o'clock. So she's up around the fourth quarter. And when they're playing at one o'clock, you don't really get to watch red zone as much as you should be able to, because you're more focused on the lions. You can't focus on red zone, which is my favorite thing to do. So when the lions play on prime time, you do get to have the red zone, but it's so much more stressful because what Julia said, everyone's forced to watch us. So now you want every play to be better than the last. And when we make a boneheaded Detroit lions play, it's not just a boneheaded play by a team with a tradition. It is now a Detroit lions esque play. And we look like we don't belong. Even if, no matter what the score shows us, they see that play and they're like, well, that's a Detroit Lions play. Oh, he challenged a non-challengeable play. Yeah, that's a Detroit Lions play. Like, it's just all these things over and over again. So it, it, it's more stressful prime time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's more relaxing at 1 p.m., but really it comes down to red zone. I love when the Lions are on prime time so I can watch all the red zone um, without any interruptions. And, you know, that's, that's, I think, my tiebreaker, too. You know, me being such a big fantasy football guy, I love – you know, just looking at every single game, looking at 15 different screens of just different sleeper app, ESPN app, NFL app, you know, everything possible, as much stats as I can at a time. And, you know, the Lions are playing at one. I sometimes, honestly, I don't give my full attention to the Lions. I'll sometimes catch myself looking for the highlights because the Lions might be down by 14 in the fourth quarter or, you know, early on. And I'm just like, oh, this is, this is done because, you know, we've seen that story wrote. So, I think I think we didn't have to go with the prime time here as well, just because you know I, I like I like watching the Lions when it's just them. I like also looking forward to it because when they play on Sunday night, Monday night, you get the whole day of like, all right, they're not now, but they're they're coming, they're coming, baby. Get and everyone hype. knows it, and it just yeah. it creates that hype. So I think prime time, you know, gives the different spin. But don't get me wrong, I still love the one o'clock games, especially if you know there are some crappy games on, and it's later on in the season when there's a Saturday night game, there's a Thursday night game, there's guys on Sunday night and Monday night. So therefore, there's only like five or six games going on at that Sunday one o'clock. So sometimes I do think the one o'clock spot is a little bit better. But overall, I'm, I'm a prime time. Go ahead, Nick. It gets stressful when there's games on Thursday and Saturday and Sunday and Monday and you're just like, oh, it's like, dude, I got to have some time to spend with the kid. Like, I got to I gotta focus hey, on her. Hey, like, not all of us have kids here, man. So, Well, dude, even still, like Christmas, <laughs> you want to watch like Christmas movies. You want to do like holiday stuff. You know what I mean? But like football is just like, no, stay home. Watch football. Watch football every day. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know it gets too much for me man holiday season if football was just like in the summer oh i'd be so happy i'd be so happy if that was the case you know fun fact uh i actually think i went to a football game on a wednesday or a tuesday it was either tuesday or wednesday but it was when uh the buffalo bills their stadium collapsed and they had to yeah. come play the jets in yeah. four field and they were giving away like free tickets or whatever i went to go see that ironically my boy mike vick was starting for the jets so that was literally the, just the coolest thing ever and not to mention my grandma was a diehard bills fan so it was like the biggest win for like all of us so it was a great moment i remember it was a tuesday or wednesday because i was like this is i've never remembered a time where the game was on a tuesday or wednesday so i was working in downtown detroit at quicken loans that year nice <laughs> hey you know, quicken loans I, that's 
Bring it low. Hopefully they're bringing what? us back, man. There's good things about him. So moving on to our next question. This is one about our boy, Maddie Stafford. Can't leave him out of the discussion. All right, guys, would you rather Stafford, this little long one too. So Rich, would you rather Stafford throw for 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and win the MVP season, but we lose a home playoff game, or we win a road playoff game and everyone's just – no one's playing amazing. We're all just playing decent, and we just scrape by a road home playoff. Game. Home playoff game. I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. Home playoff game. That's easy. So he said. He said road. We lose though. We lose the home playoff game. Oh, road playoff game. I don't give a fuck. Give me the playoff win. Whatever oh, the hell. Right. And I'll play it on Jupiter, and if we can get that win, that'll be great. Ah, so you're sacrificing an MVP for our our Lord and Savior Matthew Stafford. <laughs> not a, not I mean, a first or. Stafford would get a playoff win, though, too. So I think that would be honestly just as big as an MVP would for, you know, Detroit Lions fans. So this, you know, Julius, what are your your thoughts on this question? What what do you feel? Would you you rather Stafford, you know, have the crazy MVP season, lose a home playoff game, or the Lions just, you know, scrape by, have a, you know, nine and seven on the road win? I don't care if Matthew Stafford come out next year and look like Dan Orlovsky and run out the back of the end zone 20 times. If we win a role playoff, if we win a playoff game next year, it was a success. It was a success. We could discuss replacing Stafford if he plays, if he plays bad or doesn't play well enough. But if we win a playoff game, I'm happy. On the road too. I know that yeah. If if Stafford wins MVP and we and we have a home playoff win and lose, I'm gonna be pissed. And and like, what's Stafford's biggest qualm is that he can't beat the te- the good teams on the road. So if he can go and beat a playoff team on the road, that's why like the Eagles win was so like magnified, was so like almost historic because it was the first yeah, like playoff exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. So I I was siding on you know the playoff win, but I just kind of want to see your thoughts in case you know. You guys want to see Stafford, you know, do something crazy if we had some real diehard Stafford truthers, but we're just casual Matthew Stafford fans. So good to know. But moving on to our, I want to say sixth question we got, fifth question. I don't know. Jeff Okuda, though. Would you rather have Jeff Okuda win rookie of the year or Matthew Stafford win comeback player of the year? Now that's a little harder. That's That's a little harder. There, I know it's different. Comeback player of the year would mean he had a good good, season. He had a good season, and that's always good for the Lions. But it doesn't always mean that we're good because he won comeback player of the year. Now, on the other hand, Jeff Okuda, if he wins defensive rookie of the year, that means he was one of the best corners in the league, and we adequately replaced Darius Slay with probably somebody better which will be a huge w and probably win us more games than just stafford being a good quarterback so i'm gonna go with the rookie of the year for okuda all right that's a fair take i i think okuda winning rookie of the year would would make every just lions fan explode of excitement just because bob quinn has never done something like this i don't even, i don't i mean the lions we have hit the nail on the head a couple times with calvin johnson and you know barry sanders and i guess well, not Darius Slave, but I'm talking about, you know, top five picks because the Lions are notorious for busting out their top five pick. So kind of our last, you know, best top fives were, you know, Calvin, Stafford, and Sue maybe. But uh, Nick, give me your thoughts. Would you rather Jeff Okuda win Rookie of the Year? Would you rather Matthew Stafford have another Comeback Player of the Year award? Well, they're both awesome. I'll take either one. That'll be great. Uh, really, though, there's only been, like, what, one cornerback in the last 20 or 30 years to win Defensive Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and that was um, Mark- Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore? Why did I just say Mark Lattimore? Marshawn uh, Lattimore, and I believe Deion Sanders did it, too. And Deion Sanders in 1961, right? So, uh, <laughs> um, so all I'm saying is for Okuda to be as good as Lattimore was his rookie year, who was, was so dominant, he was being compared to Rebus Island at the time. Like he was, he was the man. Um, 
I think that would be extremely beneficial to the defense, which would make it less of a Matt Stafford show, more of a Swift and Johnson show. And so Stafford doesn't need to win comeback player there. He doesn't need to have the best year of his life if our defense is superb, which starts with our secondary, so we can get more pressure on the quarterback, um, which is what we lacked last year. So for me, I'm going to go with Okuda. All right. So I guess we're on the consensus of Jeff Okuda winning rookie of the year. That would be mine. Oh, two, my, mine. Oh, two, Jeff Okuda. That's, out of, that's funny. <laughs> my brain's literally just starting to, I drove home from up North. Yeah. You had a long drive. So, right? uh, we drive three and a half hours, but my brain's still on point, still on peak. Got to make sure it's perfect for the lions brawl listeners. Anyways, Jeff Okuda brings us to our next uh, topic, our next would-you-rather question, and that's would you rather the Lions have a top-five defense or a top-five offense? Nick, we'll start with you. It's pretty easy, defense for sure. I mean, we, our offense is going to be top 10, sure, top 15, that's great. If we have a top-five defense, uh, we're making the playoffs. There is no doubt in my mind. So give me top-five defense easily. Defense wins championships, man. And, you know, we've seen lately a lot of very good defenses, you know, go off. We saw the Bears do it. We saw the Jaguars do it. These are, you know, teams that had subpar quarterbacks. And I don't know if the, how well the Bears did, but the Jaguars made the AFC championship game. So I know the Bears, you know, they, they had a, I want to say 12-4 season, which is still phenomenal. They had a double point. Point, point. That's right. That's what that is. How could I forget? That was great, man. But uh, Julius, would you rather Lions have a top five defense or top five offense? If if I had to choose, it had to definitely be a top five defense um, just because I think the defense has more of an effect on your overall team success. Um, I believe in our offense a lot more. I saw them – with almost no running game last season, have a top 10, almost top five offense, just um, with the weapons we had in the passing game and Matthew Stafford. So I'm not really as worried about the offense. I'm more worried about the defense because if we come out with a top, with a bottom five defense again or a bottom 10 defense, then we might see more of the same we've seen over the last decade uh, with us having sh- losing, losing shootouts to, to to good teams or teams we should beat because our defense can't can't control the game and also the um like like you guys said the the defense would make the offense better uh, because we would control the clock with our running game a lot more takes pressure off Stafford uh, and I and I believe the last time our team was actually good at both like I think top ten top twelve in both at the same time was. The year we lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs when we went 11-5, and five, I think that was the last year the Lions had a good offense and a good defense. Do or and die. Do or die for the Jeopardy title. What year was it? 2014. I don't have the answer. I, I believe know. it I is. I think you're right. I think it's 2014. Right. I may be wrong, though, because I suck at Jeopardy. It's, it's but, like, I think it's the 14-15 season. So, But, yeah. but uh, that, that season, though, you know – we could have went far in the playoffs if, if it wasn't for a close BS call game in Dallas. They were a good team. They were. Now, we didn't win the game because the Lions can't get past BS. But Stafford had a chance to win that game. He, had the he ball. did. And we so. shanked a punt. We shanked special teams. Offense didn't show up late in the game. It was some inconsistency issues. But we were leading by 10. What was it? 10. 13, whatever it was, late in the third quarter, we had control of the ball. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 if, if, if that call didn't happen, I firmly believe we would have won on the, win that game. But I'm not certain. But, uh, you know, it'd be great to have another year where both offense and defense are successful. All right. Uh, moving on. We got a couple more questions for you guys. Then that should do it. But this next one is a couple of guys who need to step it up. And it's, would you rather have the take, take or who would you rather take the next leap? And that's Jared Davis or TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Davis, we know we just declined his fifth year. So perhaps if he took the next leap, that wouldn't be the, it'd be an interesting situation. But Hawkinson, he's still tied down. Still has to live up to his first round hype. I mean, top 10 hype, honestly. So uh, we'll start it out. Nick, 
Uh, would you rather Jared Davis or TJ Hawkinson take the next leap? Uh, this is a pretty good question. You bring up a good valid point that we already declined his option, um, which is kind of a bummer. But I would still rather say Jared Davis, we're going to be in win now because Hawkinson isn't as vital to our offense as Davis is vital to our defense. And I know we brought in a lot of players to kind of not, you know, kind of lessen the the amount of of support we need from Jared Davis. We bring in a bunch of different players. So that's that's good. Jamie Collins will help out and all that. But if Jared Davis really steps up this year and becomes something spectacular, I'm going to be extremely excited. And then we'll talk about do we resign him and stuff like this and it'll be a fun conversation. Hawkinson, if he just has another mediocre season, I think life will go on. We have a lot of different weapons in that offense. If it, hopefully it's just lack of uh, you know, snap share and target share. So I, I would rather see Jared Davis be more successful this year for a win now mode for the 2020 Detroit Lions than Hawkinson. But if we want to look in the future, honestly, Hawkinson being successful in the second year would be more vital to the team in 2022-23 than Davis. I will say, um, championship teams, uh, lately, they've had a stud tight end, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz. Uh, I think there's been a few more, but anyways, those are, you know, I don't know who the Rams were. Also, Gronk has been in there a few years. Uh, Rams, I don't even know who they had that year, but um, Kittle, you know, I, if Hawkinson were to take a Kittle-type leap, I think, you know... <sighs> I think he could have a bigger impact than Jared Davis taking the next leap just because of their position. I think uh, middle linebacker or outside linebacker, wherever he plays, uh, I think, you know, it's a solid position, but it's not, you know, the most important position on a defense. And I think a tight end could honestly help out the run game, the blocking game a lot. It could help out the passing game. It could give Galladay another, you know, option, Marvin Jones, you know, I think it, it's honestly, this question's based on would you rather have an amped up offense or a, a solid defense? Because I, I think Hawkinson's ceiling would be higher or could be higher than uh, Jared Davis's ceiling. So I, for me, I would probably go Hawkinson just because I just, I don't know. I, I've never been high on Davis, even though in this circumstance, he would be good. But uh, I'm still picking Hawkinson. I think if he took like a George Kittle type leap, or even just, you know, the next type, you know, jump made, made a big splash for the Lions. I think he would have a bigger difference than Jared Davis could. So, Julius, uh, what's, what's on your mind? You think of Jared Davis or Hawkinson, who would you rather have take the next leap? Another hard choice um, because of Jared Davis, who nobody is expecting to survive his final year in Detroit turns it around and lives up to his first round billing. That probably means our defense is going to be what we were just talking about, like top five. Cause I mean, that just, that just shows a sign of improvement and a sign of Matt Patricia scheme and coaching working. So I, I would like that. But um, when, when it comes down to it, TJ Hawkinson becoming the great, one of the best tight ends in the league would just totally I think it would it would just solidify our offense as being a like probably being unstoppable there's so many factors to our offense right now because it was good last year we didn't have a run game but it was still good yardage wise and we didn't have a a, a, a consistent TJ Hawkinson we didn't have a, a dynamic running back out the out the backfield to pair with on Johnson heck we didn't even have on Johnson for more than a few games and so that, uh, I, I just pr- would prefer that. I would prefer Hawkinson to, be, to break out and be that guy next year. But I would not be mad if Jared Davis did. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I was kind of thinking it. All right, what if Jared Davis be- becomes, you know, C.J. Mosley 2.0? T.J. Hawkinson becomes, you know, George Kittle 2.0. They both are, you know, T.J. Hawkinson finishes top five. Jared Davis, you know, top seven or top top five or whatever the lions are winning the super bowl <laughs> i i i mean they're that serious if they're both top five players we're talking pro bowlers we're talking all pros on defense and offense that's that's good that's a good sign that's a well, great if we sign. had both that'd be amazing but <laughs> oh that's what i thought you were getting to you <laughs> no i mean there's no perfect scenario for the lions 
Yeah, Tavern's going to be great. Because <laughs> they could both bust as well, and it could be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't shock me either. So, Statistically is, is the more probable situation. Yep, exactly. So uh, we have our last question, and that is, would you rather have the Lions lose a playoff game on the road because the refs – made a awful botched call, something similar to the, the flag picked up, something similar to what happened to the Saints, just some, something so blatantly obvious, awful call, can't be reviewed, game over, we lose. I'll probably or take anything. The Lions go 4-12 and 12 and have and a sixth round draft pick, <laughs> or sixth <laughs> overall draft pick. Uh, who's starting? Oh, Go ahead, exactly. Nick. I, don't, I, don't ask, I was waiting for someone to jump at the gun. All right, Julius. Uh, give you first uh, yeah, Julius, what do you got? Unless. What, what was the first option? All right, would you rather the Lions lose a gut-wrenching playoff game on the road in which the refs make an awful call, pick up a flag, make a no call, turn their, turn their heads. Four and 12. Screw us. Four and 12. I'd rather us go four and 12. You know why? Because that would be more beneficial to us as a team is if, if we we get some more dynamic draft capital than doing the same old Lions thing again where we go to the playoffs for no reason, have a low draft pick in the first round. Give me four wins, as hard as that is to say. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a brutal – that was the question I was talking about. I was going to be a gut-wrencher in here. And this one's the one that's like, oh, please, Lord, let none of these outcomes happen. I wouldn't rather have any of them. Let's throw them away. But this is a fun game we're playing. So you guys have to pick one. Julius made his stance. Uh, it's 4-12. and 12 And, I mean, it's, if you lose a playoff game, you made it there. So it's like, uh, do, do we want that feeling of, like, we're so close? Or it's like, are we at the point of, we've had that feeling before. I don't want that feeling again. I don't care if it's, we're so close. Next year's going to be even better. Matthew Stafford looked promising. Kelly Hawkinson looked promising. But if we have a 4-12 and season, it's obvious, you know, 4-12 granted, you know, everyone plays. Everyone's healthy. So it's, you can't get bailed out by a Stafford only playing eight games. And, you know, Ken Golly getting hurt or something or the entire team getting played with injury. It's just an awful you have to see the Lions lose week in, week out, game after game. Or Lions lose the playoff game. Yeah, it's that one gut-wrenching, awful loss. But you get to see them win 10 times, and they're getting some respect early on in the year. So, I mean, as much as it would suck, and I would probably, like, rip my eyes out, I would probably rather have the gut-wrenching playoff loss due to a ref's botched call over just another 4-12, and just – on the ass over and over lost season so nick this brings us to you my man last question last point of view what are you going to leave us on tell me your thoughts lions are going 16 and 0 end of end of podcast. <laughs> um, all right <laughs> this honestly i was starting out at 4 and 12 i was thinking we want that draft kit draft Can pick persuade you great draft pick will be like well we'll i'd be by that time we'll probably moving on with stafford if he was our quarterback for 16 games and we went 4 and 12 it'll be a time we try to just move on from him get one of these guys coming out but i don't want that to happen i want Matt stafford <laughs> to win the super bowl you know what i mean so let's go 10 and 6 Let's go 10 and six and then lose because the ref screwed us yet again. We can just t- tally it on, pack it on to the rest of them. The nation will give us sympathy. We'll be all right. We almost won 10 games. It was fun. What a good season. La di da. We we lost the playoffs. What's new? I'd rather do that because, and another reason because, if we go 10 and six, this podcast will be so much fun. If we go four and 12, this podcast will be off the air. That's 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 you know what you you officially changed my mind, Nick. Go ahead and win 10 games, Lions, so Lions Brawl can survive. Appreciate it. Yes, he meant to that, baby. Yeah, because I mean, 412, no one's gonna want to listen to a Lions podcast, but hey, those that journey there is gonna be so we'll be if that happens, we'll be on on air like this. Welcome to Lions Brawl. (laughs) We have another, we have another good one for you today. (laughs) The Lions lost last week again, but we're going to talk about them. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's our show. But now we're going 10 and 6. We'll yes. be ecstatic. We'll be yep. 
excited. We'll be pumped up. We'll have a great show. And then when it all collapses, we will have the most. Look, this is my only request. If we go 10 and 6 and lose a playoff game, just don't lose it in a Lions way. I want the Lions to lose a playoff game like. That's what he's in saying. In terms of would you rather. Yeah. He, you know. Is you have to lose it the Lions way. And it's almost kind of like, yeah, I've been there before. I can, I can like, handle it. I'll take my medicine. <laughs> I just I don't, don't want to go. I just don't want to go ten and six and get blown out by forty. You know what I'm saying? Go ten and six and lose on the last second field goal in a hard fall game. You'll have my respect. You'll have my hope for the next season. All right, one final. Would you rather keep it like ten seconds or under? Because I got to roll. Uh, would you rather us lose the game because Matt Prater missed the field goal or because the other team hit a field goal? Other team. Oh, the other hit team hit goal. one. Okay. I I can't let I can't let pr- let Prater. Love that baby. Uh, you can't break my heart like that. I can't do that to me. That's a trick question because Prater never misses. So. Exactly. Lions kickers are too clutch. It just wouldn't happen. 64 bomb, baby. But that's all we have for you guys listening to Lions Brawl podcast. Everyone stay safe out there. And also, rather than, you know, plugging some social medias for us, I just uh, want to suggest everyone, you know, go sign a petition. If you're unable to donate money, you know, sign a petition. It just takes literally half a second, 10 seconds. It's super easy. You could Google any type of link. A million different, you know, things will pop up. So it's not hard. Everyone um, just have, you know, a great rest of the week and just stay safe. If you guys don't have any words, that's that's all we got for uh, Lions Brawl. Great show. See you later. See you later, guys. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.